I am here with you, and this is another episode of ECT, Early Childhood Tea, where I spilled tea, make the tea, and I tell you everything in between of early childhood education. As you can tell by my tone of voice, I am very annoyed. So very annoyed. I witnessed way too many things. You remember how I've said uh, countless times, gonna be ECE or you gotta be a parent or whatever. You're gonna be with children, especially young babies. Practice diaper changing. Please do. Please practice diaper changing. I can't stress this enough. Please, for the love of God, there's not enough time in the world to guess a child's diaper is wet or has a BM. I cannot stress this enough. When you have a class of eight children, or more than five children, even in that matter, Know when the last diaper changes were, and know that you have to be fast, especially when it is time for naps, or you just finish lunch, or whatever it is. You gotta be fast, you gotta change eight kids, you can't take forever in a day. Now, this is just for the infants. Some of y'all know you have to still change diapers in preschool age, that's totally normal. I don't know how, but I heard that it took two hours for a person to change kids. Now, not all the classroom, there's only 14 or so, 10 plus kids in a classroom for preschoolers, depending on how big your classroom is, but... Most of them are potty training, and let's say a handful of them are in diapers or in pull-ups or whatever it is. How does it take someone two hours? Two. Two hours. And I wish you could see me right now because I'm pointing two fingers up in the air. Two hours to do toilets and diaper changes. How? How? I don't understand. Please, 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 please practice changing kids before you get into this field or if you want to be a parent. That is the most stressful thing in the world. Is when someone doesn't know what they're doing. Especially during diaper changes. If a kid... I just I've gotta go into another tangent here. If a kid is wearing a pull-up, it's just a story I heard. If a kid's wearing a pull-up, don't put it outside of their clothes. How how I don't understand how how what in the in the world what in the world and what in daycare world you think that a freaking pull-up goes on top of pants? How does that make sense? How? Please, please, please tell me. How does that make sense? I don't understand. I've heard this story before. I just, I can't fathom. How? How? 
I just, please, if you guys know how that makes sense to you or how that even happens in daycare, please let me know. This is why it's important for people to know how to properly diaper change. So ECs like myself don't have mental breakdowns throughout the day. No, I, I know I'm joking when I say this, but I'm actually not really joking. Um, mental health is very important, especially um, as a daycare worker. And it is very, very, very important to catch on with the pace of the room. It is important to know what you're doing. If you really don't know, like I said a thousand million times, please ask ahead of time. Say, I don't know how to do this. Or I wasn't trained properly on doing this. Because uh, as the main teacher, it is hard, so very hard to come into your shift, play catch up, and then feel like you're the only one in that classroom when you're with someone else. It is very, very difficult. I don't mind training people. I really don't. But after I trained you and you still don't know how to get hang of things after a month, after two months, after three months, it is it is very tiresome. And I know I've been there. I've been that new grad and I, you know, I had to get my butt into shape and get with the program and, and I learned really quickly and I know not everyone learns quickly and everyone takes their time. But we went to school for this. We had classes about this. We went to, um, what was it called? Placement. That was your prime time to ask questions to see how things are done. Because when you graduate, you are that teacher. And it just, it hurts so much to have to feel like you're the only one in the classroom. I don't know how many times I've gotten in the, the sleep room and just, I had to cry. This job is hard, especially when you're pulling the weight of everyone and you have to deal with children who don't understand why there's stress in the room. So when there's stress in the room, like I said many times, they feel it, they get anxious, they cry, and it just breaks your heart because they don't understand it. So on a serious note, just please, from the bottom of my heart, take care of yourself. And don't ever feel like you have to play catch up, like you have to play babysitter, like you have to carry the classroom on for yourself because it hurts more than anything when you feel alone. And um, if that's happening to you, really reach out to your supervisor, to your co-workers, or your room partner and just tell them how you feel because maybe they don't see it in your eyes and maybe they think they're doing a really good job but you have to tell them, you have to say, listen, when I come into this room, whatever shift it is, if you're opening, it's different, but whatever. Let's say when I come from my room for my break or for my shift or whatever it is, I'm expecting X, Y, Z to be done. And when it's not done, it puts a lot of pressure on me. 
air uh, delays are routine and I am feeling stress and I don't want to feel stress in front of the children because they don't understand why I'm stressed and they don't understand this energy and they get scared so that's what you have to do like I'm fortunate that the situation that I went through has passed and I've learned from it but please as a teacher as a as a parent take care of yourself find resources yes I joke about you know how do you not know how to do XYZ at the same time that joke is really a reflection of the stress that we go through this job is hard and I'm I'm really wanting to do this episode because a lot of stigma is that our job is really easy you just you know you're basically babysitters it isn't it's emotionally it is physically and it's mentally draining when you have three children that are crying on the top of their lungs especially little babies as they need whatever resources and you don't know how to give it to them or you're helping another child and you're hearing the other children screaming or crying it just hurts it hurts your soul because you know you have to help someone else but to know that your room partner is not helping those other children is even worse so i had to take some time for myself and you know i took a day off i took you know and i just had to take a day off sometimes you need to do that and that helped a lot so in light of everything things do get better when you take care of yourself and you tell your supervisor your room partner whoever it is what's going on because they can give you resources to help each other out or Maybe they can give your room partner training that you may not have thought about doing. And it does help. So like I said many times, ask for help. And above all, find ways to help yourself because you come first. Thank you again for listening. I know this started off funny and then ended up really serious, but... I really appreciate everyone that does listen to this podcast and I hope you guys take great care of yourselves because the little ones depend on it. Until the next episode, I'll see you later. Bye.